Hello and welcome to Leave Your Mark. I'm your host, Scott Livingston, and this is where I explore the influences that have shaped the lives of our incredible guests. These are the stories of lives worth talking about. Follow me on Twitter at Built by Scott and Instagram at King O'Pain, or link up with me on my Facebook fan page, Scott G. Livingston. My goal is to empower and inspire a community of people who take every opportunity to live a high-performing life. Before I get started on today's podcast, I want to take a moment to connect you with my sponsor, ReconditioningHQ.com. Reconditioning is about helping you capture the power of therapeutic practice and performance practice in one integrated system. More and more today, reconditioning professionals are becoming sought after in human performance environments everywhere. The R-Pro series is a four-step process to becoming a reconditioning professional. The first two are completely online, so you can get started immediately from the comfort of your own home. R1 Foundations is about you learning the building blocks of assessing and improving functional movement. R2 Designs is empowering the process even further, so you can assess and improve any human movement and integrate your work into performance programming. The R3 Collab is about you experiencing the full power of the process in a living lab, troubleshooting your issues, fixing your problems in real time, and gaining real confidence. The R4 Mentorship is about exposing your knowledge, refining your approach, and learning through a powerful feedback process so you can be the reconditioning professional everyone wants to work with. For more information on all our course offerings, including our landmark personal development program, Empower You, please check out Reconditioning HQ dot com today and use the coupon code LYM50 for $50 off any one of our course offerings. I'm excited to have my friend Brad Thorpe and his company Isofit involved with the Leave Your Mark podcast. His mission is the same as mine, helping human beings live better lives. He doesn't want to see you let an injury force your retirement from the sport or activity you love. For decades, physiotherapists, athletic therapists, and chiropractors have recommended isometric strength training to help speed up rehabilitation from injury and included it in return to sport protocols. I know I use it often in my own reconditioning process. Whether you're goal is performance enhancement, injury prevention, or injury recovery, the all-new Isofit MSK takes athletes from the therapy room to the podium. To learn more, visit www.isofit, that's isofit with a P-H-I-T-M-S-K.ca, and remember to use the discount code Leave Your Mark. three separate words to save $500 off your Isofit MSK purchase. I want to thank Greg Lawler and Matrix Fitness for being a long-standing sponsor of the Leave Your Mark podcast. Matrix is indeed leaving a mark on the fitness and performance industry today. In the last 20 years, Matrix has become a global brand that employs over 7,000 people worldwide and delivers over 500 products catering to the medical, fitness, and athletic performance markets. Matrix has a wide range of programming solutions, and they are dedicated to creating deeper partnerships with their customers everywhere. Matrix has many ways of making a relationship work for you, the customer, and offers rental and various financial incentives to assist the financial constraints of adding premium equipment during this time of inconsistent revenue. For more information and free consultation, go to teamupwithmatrix.com forward slash CA. That's teamupwithmatrix.com forward slash CA today. Hello and welcome to Leave Your Mark. This is a Sunday Remarks with myself, Scott Livingston. I'm the host of Leave Your Mark and it's a pleasure to be chatting with you tonight. 
Sunday remarks are really my um, solo session where I just talk about things that are influencing me, ideas that I want to share with people, connecting to the community at large, and hopefully providing some insight that is of value to you or some you know, ideas about where you might go with your own personal self-development or growth. And sort of true to that idea today, I was lying on the beach here in Montremble yesterday uh, was my daughter's 13th birthday, which that in and of itself could be a whole podcast, but uh, it's crazy that my daughter is now 13. And I was lying there and I decided that I would start listening to a book that I've heard about uh, over and over again called The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. And I didn't really know what to expect. I understood it was kind of a life-changing type of book and um, in honor to him. I, you know, it's very well written. I chose to use the audio version and uh, it's actually got some real interesting intensity too with music and everything else. So it's a, it's a good listen. But really, Stephen... Uh, challenges you right from the get-go about, you know, are you living um, the life you were meant to live on this planet? Do you understand who you are and what your journey is supposed to look like or what you are really supposed to be accomplishing on this earth? And he starts with the premise that, you know, we all really have an innate uh, capacity or affinity that we should be tapping into and that we should be exploring and that that's really our life exploration opportunity and the earlier we get onto it um, the better our life is going to be and the more we're going to experience the things that are really uh, central to who we are and our spirit and the things he starts talking about, I mean, only not all the way into it, but he initially starts talking really about the idea of how resistance is our greatest enemy, that it's the thing that stops us from actually going after and doing the things that we love to do and or should be doing because they are innate to who we are as a human being. And I've talked about this before in, in a couple of other um uh, you know, Sunday remarks, and also with my, uh, it's one of my sort of central tenant questions in the podcast is to learn about how people have sort of made that pivot or that decision to sort of go after what it is that really is calling them inside. And unfortunately, a lot of people live and die without ever exploring who they really are or releasing themselves from that resistance or overcoming that resistance. And so it's been a really cool listen so far. Um, you know, he talks about sort of that next level of resistance being procrastination and the idea that, uh, you know, we self-sabotage and and stop ourselves from really experiencing the things we want to experience. Some of that is fear-based and Dr. Andrew Huberman's doing some great stuff in his podcast around fear and, you know, I have a few friends who, uh, you know, I'll be releasing this week or next uh, a second session that I did with Tony Blauer who does the whole concept around knowing fear and fear is really one of the things that stops us from it is the central tenet of resistance and limiting factor around that so you know i would i would uh, really recommend taking a look at the book uh, whether paperback hardcover or uh, the audio version and it has been very uh 
sort of enlightening even in its beginnings with me. Uh, a second thematic around that that's uh, kind of come to my attention over the last little while uh, through influence of uh, various friends of mine uh, and uh, other people that I listen to um, is this idea of something called the Johari window. And the Johari window, it's kind of a framework for um, better understanding of self and better understanding of those that you work with or interact with and creating, you know, perhaps more trusting relationships in a working environment or team environment. But it was developed by uh, two psychologists, (laughs) ironically named Joe and Harry. And so they created their uh, psychological framework uh, using the split of their names. And um, the idea is it's kind of a great tool for the concept of what is called liminal thinking, which is uh, the assumption that you're not objective about yourself and that you really are part of the problem often when things are not going the direction you want to go in. And better understanding of self is um, the first tenet in understanding and being able to connect with others. So the window effectively is blocked into three different quadrants and on your um, on one axis you have the things that um, are known to others uh, the things that are unknown to others and then on the other axis you have things that are known by you and things that are unknown by you and so it kind of makes up these four quadrants and one quadrant uh, in the top left which is the things that are known to others and the things that are known by you Um, so known by you and others is only Open. And so that's kind of like all the things that people recognize in you and you recognize in yourself. Just over to the right of that is the things that are known to others, but they're unknown by you. And these are quite significant. And we'll talk a little bit more about that in a second. But the idea of your blind spots, the things you don't always recognize. And these can be, you know, central um, driving mechanisms of why you're not connecting or why you're not getting the results you want to get. Um Then down in the left corner, unknown to others and known by you is kind of the things that are hidden. These are things that maybe you keep to yourself. Um, There may be a very select group of individuals that you actually release some of these things to, but they are very intimate. And there may be some things you don't release to anybody throughout your entire life. Uh, That could be inclusive of your parents, your spouse, your children, etc. And then there's the unknown quadrant, which is kind of unknown by you and unknown by others. And it's... um, Really, this idea that there are things about yourself you don't know, and there's things that other people don't know about you, and you may discover them over time. And when I swing back to this idea of what um, Stephen Pressfield talked about in The War of Art, it's not just about resistance. It's also about your sort of disrecognition of what is your real calling. And that could be uh, mechanically being um, constrained by, you know, all the stories that you've sort of bought into over your life or things that people have told you. And so you really don't even recognize you have an affinity or capacity because you really never embraced it just because uh, it was sort of never an option, never something you would even contemplate. And that could be something as simple as your truthful ability to, you know, aim and shoot at a target. It could be something about the way you could be maybe a, an excellent public speaker, but 
you know, because of uh, never having done it and never being pushed to do it or asked to do it, you just never discovered it in yourself. Or maybe you've got a musical capacity or talent. And I think, you know, a lot of the reason why uh, Stephen calls the book The Art of War is there, you know, is that artistic understanding of ourselves. What is the art or craft that we... Um, truly resonate with in ourselves and and should be exposing or exploring and this could be painting it could be music it could be any any number of different artistic endeavors uh or the exploration of science or what have you so the idea of the johari window is to sort of Explore yourself and you can do that using or working with others or your partner. Um, You could have a list of character traits. Um, In one of the blogs that I recently was reading, there was this list of character traits like able, absent-minded, gentle, giving, honest, self-conscious, sensible, etc., and literally the idea was to print this out and checkbox the things that you think apply to yourself and then have somebody else, could be a spouse, could be a friend, could be a, a co-worker, etc., check the things they see. And so, you know, I, I think if you um, give it to a good cross-section of different people uh, with different backgrounds and different understandings of yourself, like certainly your parents are going to have a different and more intimate understanding of you, and I'm probably going to run into your true internal character maybe more often than people who are co-working with you might have. So the idea being that you give it to this um, you know, large uh, group of different individuals, and I say large, it might be eight or ten different people that, that represent different um, spaces and interactions that you have. And they're going to write down and check the boxes of the things that they interpret from you. So when you get to the end of it, you're going to see the things that, uh, you know, you resonate with the things that they resonate with, the ones that kind of show up on both lists quite frequently are really the things that are known, right? They're the things that everybody sort of recognizes about you. Uh, The things that are coming up all the time, but you didn't check them, those may be your blind spots. And those are things that you really want to sort of connect with and take a look at and maybe understand better. And, And rather than immediately saying, no, I don't do that, or no, that's not me, recognize that other people are perceiving that in you. And so do you wish to have that perceived by others in you? Because it could be the thing that's locking or preventing you from exploring or doing something that you really should be doing. Um, The things that uh, are sort of don't come up um, and are kind of blanks on both sides of the thing could be stuff that you haven't been honest with. So, or you're not really sharing with people. (laughs) And, and so those are the things that you're kind of keeping to yourself and are in in essence hidden. And then the things, there could be some of those that are unknown. So those are the ones too, that, that didn't come up on both sides of the coin that you might want to look at and sort of say to yourself, well, um, I wonder uh, perhaps if, uh, you know, 
there's something there that I need to explore or consider. And if, as I said, there's things that you've written down, maybe you were more forthcoming to yourself about, um, you know, your own list and, and nobody else checked those things. Those are likely the things that are hidden about yourself. So why do this? Well, again, it's understanding self by virtue of understanding self. You get a better picture of, you know, First and foremost, who are you and what do you have affinity for? What are you um, connecting with? And perhaps some of the things that you're not recognizing in yourself that either should come out, the unknowns in some sense, or the blind spots that you may want to work on, refine, modify, or um, just not care about. But bottom line is uh, that recognition point becomes your self-discovery. And self-discovery is how we move through this journey and and do a better job as we get along with the relationships we have, with um, the success that we want to have. And coming back to the initial point with Stephen Pressfield's book, The Art of War, is if we're going to overcome resistance, if we're going to overcome procrastination, if we're going to discover our true uh, depth of who we are and what we need to express, this self-examination, this self-assessment, this self-recognition is what uh, drives this. And then it's coming up with strategies to continue to push oneself over top of the hump, over the fear, uh, finding ways to get others to help you do that, uh, putting yourself in places where you are, you know, extraordinarily challenged to overcome. uh, And that's how we grow. So uh, just wanted to offer that to everybody, some different insights, some things that you can look into. Again, it's the Joe, J-O-H-A-R-I, Hari window. Lots of stuff on the internet about that that you can uh, tap into. And uh, Stephen Pressfield's book, The Art of War. And these things are great resources. I'm always learning and growing and I hope you are too. So have a great day and we will see you and talk to you again soon. I've often been asked, how do I do what you do? What books or courses should I take? And for a long time, I had no real answer to that question. Delivering the concepts and practices we now call reconditioning was this compilation of so many ideas, concepts, methods, and strategies. But seven years ago, Jamie and I set out to answer that very question by creating one systematic process that would help you bring it all together and supercharge the skills and systems you already know. You see, reconditioning is not about excluding anything. No, it's about being included inclusive, holistic, proactive, and curious. It's about having an operating system that grows with you and supports you in your human performance practice. We want you to be the reconditioning professional everyone wants to work with so you can determine your value and explore the possibilities of success. For more information about becoming a reconditioning professional today, head over to www.reconditioninghq.com and download the free video explaining our powerful 5Rs practice for improving mobility. A new era of performance training is upon us. Maximize your isometric endurance, strength, and functional performance with the all-new Isofit MSK. No matter what your sport, Isofit will help best prepare your body to tolerate the forces associated with it. This not only reduces your chances of sustaining career-limiting injury, it will also enhance your ability to perform at your highest level. 
I really like what Brad Thorpe and Isofit are doing, and I encourage you to learn more about their mission by visiting www.isofit, that's isofit with a P-H, msk.ca, so isofitmsk.ca today. And remember to use the discount code, leave your mark, three separate words to save $500 off your Isofit MSK purchase. Matrix Fitness is about performance innovation, and I'm proud to have them with me on the Leave Your Mark podcast. They recently named my good friend and awesome performance coach, Mark Fitzgerald, as their head of performance team, which is a bold statement for anyone who wants to know they're working with the best. Matrix has all kinds of interesting lines of equipment. The Matrix Glute Trainer addresses the discomfort, inefficiency, and danger of working with loaded barbell during hip thrusts. The Matrix Glute Trainer accommodates resistant bands and weight resistance and is customizable to different body types and sizes endorsed by many and comes at a cost below others on the market the matrix s drive is a sprint performance treadmill that supports sprint training resisted sled pulls and pushes all on the frame of a standard treadmill the seven feet by three foot footprint of the S-Drive is non-motorized and is perfect for coaches who do not have access to a track or want to provide coaching in real time with the athlete. The non-motorized feature and flexibility in a simple machine keeps benefits high and investment low. For more information or a free consult, go to teamupwithmatrix.com forward slash CA today. Thanks for joining us today on Leave Your Mark. I hope we've left a mark on you today, and we wish only that you pay it forward by sharing this story, taking the time to rate and comment on this podcast. Please follow us at Twitter at Built by Scott and Instagram at King O'Pain, and become a member of this community at Scott G. Livingston on Facebook. Have a great day. Music by Cedric de Saint-Rome.